first uh, beer opening. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Haywise podcast. I'm your host, Tokyo. And what you heard just now was London's first ever cold one with the boys. Mm-hmm. Now, I gotta keep it hello for the homies. So, uh, this is a Colton Zero. Let me try it out 0.0% alcohol. Let's see uh, if this tastes like uh, dark crap or not. <laughs> so, for all our audio listeners out there, um, London, he actually does not drink uh, any alcoholic beverages. And judging off his facial expressions after taking his first ever sip oh. of this Colton Zero, I don't think it was a very pleasurable experience. <laughs> try this, try this. <laughs> this tastes like dog's ass. What do we taste? Dog's ass? Dog's asshole, bro. Dog's ass, okay. You'd like a sip? You can have a uh, sip. Yeah, I will take a sip as well then. Okay, um, very... Uh, so that was my first beer and my last beer. Yeah, that was, uh, not gonna lie, I had a very interesting taste to it. It kind of tasted like a little, little bit unnecessarily fruity mm-hmm. and just weird. Um, but anyways, uh, sitting beside me, you guys probably already heard last week, is London. I'm London over here. And uh, on today's special episode, we'll be discussing about a relatively controversial event which had happened uh, during the Monash Orientation Week on Zoom and just touching up on some general aspects of education from around the world. Mm -hmm. So for pretty much whoever doesn't know, uh, Monash hosted an orientation week on Zoom a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Obviously with quarantine and everything, we can't do anything face to face, but quarantine just didn't bring Zoom. They also forced Monash or Monash publicly claimed that they had to make 277 staff redundant. And that was the main topic of that Zoom meeting. Um, one of the students was very concerned about how Monash's um, what's it, like educational level or integrity had decreased perhaps because yeah. of this, because uh, of these cuts. Mm-hmm. And I guess the person who was hosting the Zoom meeting just felt attacked, mm. and their reaction was a bit uh, proactive, which resulted in the student getting kicked out. You know, I agree. Yeah, the student getting kicked out. Um, what else happened? Um, so basically she was raising like a lot of, I think, like direct, like jabs or you can say like attack towards Monash. Um, uh, I think like her main argument was that Monash wasn't really being faithful or truthful about what they're saying. Like what you touched on earlier, like how they claim, Monash claims that their educational like um, systems and flow hasn't been affected at all during quarantine, which most of the students already know that it's like completely false um because if you have been studying here you already know um most zoom sessions are not the are not really well organized and there's been a few occasions where you've seen posts about people complaining that their lectures don't even arrive yeah. like on time um I've and i experienced also like lectures being recycled you know 2012 yeah. and it's you know you pay so much you don't get enough back if you're getting recycled material yeah i agree because it's like you're paying so much money for tuition Mm -hmm. you kind of expect them to like you know at least put in the most like a lot of effort towards Mm -hmm. like actually teaching us new content but when you find out that you know people are using 
um, lectures and stuff back from like 2016, 2017, it kind of just like you really double think on like what they actually, if they actually care about their students or not. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you got to the end of the Zoom call, but a lot of students were backing up the one that got kicked out yep. uh, on the same page and stuff. Yeah. However, when this uh, matter ended up on like big pages like Monash Stalker Space and Love Letters, mm -hmm. uh, there were a lot of sides, you know, people were defending the, the what's it called, who was leading the thing? Um, I don't really know what her name is, but I believe she was the Dean of the Arts Faculty for Monash. Yeah, so but people I were defending her and people were defending the students, so yep. I want to know what's your take on that matter. Um, so I actually kind of like agree with both sides, because the student brought up really good points, and um, it was definitely something that like, you know, the teacher at the time didn't want to bring up because it's kind of like a sensitive topic. Um, obviously, they don't want the university doesn't want people to know that like the educational system is like, you know, um, going down to shit or like getting affected because of COVID. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, um, truth be told, like the student was right. Um, but despite saying that, I think the the dean getting so much criticism over the way that she responded. Um, I feel like it's not really justified because she's trying, like, you could tell from the videos, she was trying, like, she was put on the spot, she was very, like, um, stressed out, yeah. and I think because of all that, like, situations, like, and scenarios combined together, she kind of just panicked, um, she did something that she definitely shouldn't have done, which I, uh, I can't stress this enough, she definitely shouldn't have kicked that girl out. Um, but to be honest, at the end of the day, you can't really blame her for doing something like this because as a whole, Monash is the reason as to why the student brought up those ideas. You can't really blame this one dean for everything that Monash has ever done. So that's basically what I think about it. What about you? I agree completely, man. I think um, the student obviously is concerned. You know, mm. they, they are about to start their first year at Monash. They want to know if they're going to a good university. You know, yeah. there are plenty of universities here in Melbourne mm -hmm. that do have a high standard so you got to do question that sometimes but i do believe that the dean reacted in a way that perhaps wasn't the most professional yeah and it also made them seem like they didn't know how to back themselves up you know if you're confident you can hold your ground yeah that, I, I definitely agree with that because yeah. it's like i think like from a sense it kind of felt like they were backing down mm -hmm. like they were challenged within the zoom call which they should have expected to be honest because it's like they should be trained to like be able to handle any situation possible but obviously for her at the time i guess she just wasn't thinking clear enough mm -hmm. and she just did something that she probably regrets till today like until like for a long time and i mean for you guys that was just a little bit of drama that's happening in our uni but i guess the good thing that came out of it this little remix about, <laughs> about semester two um the online study what's different about it Yes, Kelly, would you like to ask a question? Yeah, definitely. Kelly. Um, I would definitely love to ask a question. Kelly. 300 <laughs> staff members at Monash was sacked. Kelly. Sacked. The course is being cut. Sacked. Kelly. I'll just stop you there, Kelly. This is a friendly forum and it is about welcoming Kelly. I'm afraid we will have to um, remove you if, yeah, you don't keep it congenial. Spit 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 congenial. Uh, here we go. 
I'm sure you guys can hear that in your own time, but yeah, that makes me laugh every time. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that's a that's a pretty, pretty banging tune. Yeah, yeah dude, I, I I absolutely love that track. Whoever made it, kudos. Um, absolutely genius work right there. Yeah, I agree. Yo, so Tokyo, man, tell me why Monash out of all places? Um, that's a really great question. So basically, ever since when I was in high school, I basically decided that I want to do like I want to pursue in engineering. Mm -hmm. And um, for those that don't know, uh, in Australia, the basically the top university for engineering degrees is Monash, which is why I kind of always just focused my eyes on this university. I was consistent with like open days and stuff like that. I went to like the panels and stuff for engineering. But like, it's kind of weird because in the end, I settled for financial mathematics. So I actually came here for like a completely degree for right, like right. something in So you in do mind. financial mathematics? Yes. So is there a different type of mathematics um, or financials? Well, there's different like mathematical minors and majors and stuff within like the science branch. Okay. So I chose financial, but you can do like statistical and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's what I basically like decided to come down with and in the end. Bro, you're a math whiz. Yeah, I mean, that's what you get for being born Asian, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, bring that back to your childhood. Yeah, I know you, that you only came to Australia when you were 10 years old. Yeah. Meaning that you were in the Chinese system back then. Yeah. How would you say that the education system is different from that country to here? So, one of the most, I guess, um, like one of the biggest differences is like the way help they actually structures like structured classes back in china so i moved to australia when i was around 10 ish so which means that i was only in grade one and two in china but i feel like the knowledge that i've learned in grade one and two in china was able to carry me all the way till around grade seven in australia so in it a makes you wonder man why <laughs> like the stereotype itself is yeah. that you know the asian community mm -hmm. are good at math are mm -hmm. good at you know academics mm -hmm. is there have you ever noticed something you know across your travels that they teach you what a higher curriculum higher syllabus or is it the way that the taught that the class is taught or is it the homework that you're given what makes you guys that more advanced um i think it was a little bit of combination of everything you just mentioned mm -hmm. So one of the most important thing I think is the pace of every single class. Okay. I don't know about you, but um, throughout my like educational experiences here in Australia, um, classes tend to go a little bit slower at a slower pace. Um, of course, there are like accelerated classes for each level and each different subjects. But even if sometimes when you're in those accelerated classes, I feel like it was still slower than what I've learned in primary school in China, yeah. which is kind of like mind blowing to me because. Like, yeah, you do hear stereotypes of Asians being good at math, science, and stuff like that. Um, and it's very, very true, because back in China, um, this, I was already learning, like, algebra, differentiation, in grade 2. My, may I remind you, I didn't learn any of this shit until, like, grade 9 and 10 over here. It's so it's, it's really, really, like, insane how, like, how much they push you back in China compared to Australia. And also, another thing that you talked about just now was homework. Um, I believe every single primary school in Australia, maybe excluding the private ones, um, they don't actually give you any homework of any sorts that's like academically challenging. At most, it would be give you like, you know, 30 minute reading time, like you have to read a book or something. But in China, you're doing like full on tests. You're doing like full on stacks and stacks of homework. It's crazy, man. So you brought up fast paced, right? Mm -hmm. Do people get left behind? Mm -hmm. Have you experienced someone not on that level, you know, because you are all 
trying to you guys are all on that same path you know yep. all getting the same homework all getting the same treatment yep is there anyone who gets left behind is there anyone who's the dunce um the uh you definitely see uh people who like are not able to like catch up with the same speed that the teachers are going as and um to be honest majority of the time it doesn't happen too often because i feel like most in asia anyways i feel like most households they will give you they'll put like your parents will normally find you tutors and stuff so anything that you're lacking from class you will do after class and um so it's like that added layer of like educational background for like asian students that really like patches those holes during classes and that's also like one of the reasons as to like why um i feel like education is so advanced in china well not advanced but like so fast-paced because no one wants to be left behind if you're left behind say if you're like the bottom of the class you're basically considered as a failure to everyone and obviously no one wants that so would you say that when you came to australia you were like the whiz you were like top of your class because of those two years that you had in china uh i wouldn't publicly gas myself up like that but like on the inside i always kind of had like were you ever a had that pet? in the back of my no hell no like even if i knew the answers to a question i wouldn't raise my hand okay. um it was it was just different because it's like after moving here another thing was me having to adjust to like the language barrier mm-hmm. which also wasn't really well developed in china because i feel like in china for their educational system it's like you focus on the foundational like chinese reading writing like math science stuff like that history but for like other i, I guess you can say quote unquote co-curriculums like english or, like other languages they don't really push that as hard as everything else so when i first came over to australia it was kind of like low-key difficult for me to like adjust but um you know as like the younger you are the easier you are to learn a language so it was kind of i was kind of blessed in that way so it wasn't too much trouble not for sure man but you bring up a good point and that reminds me of something is i read i don't know if it's the japanese uh, school system mm-hmm. but for the first four years they don't do like maths and algebra or anything you know it's more about learning how to have good social skills mm. how to have good attitude how to say yeah. please and thank you yeah you know and i find that really interesting man because those are some things that you don't get taught in school yeah that is um, definitely one of like the main things that they don't teach you at school yeah for sure and i think school it really i don't know about you man but i think the only good thing that came out of school was the relationships i made yeah. because with school it's like <clears throat> what do you want to be you want to mm-hmm. be a doctor yep. you want to be a lawyer what do you want to be yeah pick the subjects that you want to do to achieve that so mm-hmm. you can study that in uni so you're basically saying it's like it's very straightforward like mm-hmm. it's a very like fixated pathway it's a fixed system man. yeah you know it's all based on grades yeah if they had taught me how do i learn a new skill you know how do i develop skills to learn more skills quickly mm-hmm. you know you're talking about time management you're talking about yeah i guess in, to some extent it taught you that but I don't know man like when i went out of high school i don't feel like i was job ready yeah i felt like i was similar to everyone else who came out with the same grades as me yeah how do i how am i able to stand out you know i never got taught how to write a good cv how to you know make myself shine like that mm-hmm. and i don't know if it's the same in in when you went to high school um i actually i completely agree with you mm-hmm. because for me personally i feel like um like the educational systems that not only just in australia but around the world uh the main focus that they really like zoom in on is the fact that 
they really just help you like how to memorize content not necessarily like how to really apply it in the real world they teach you like the theory but not really the practical True. and i feel like it's really like the educational system is really lacking those like p practical aspects so like you said you left high school not really know how to get ready for jobs i feel like i was the same way as well um what I, are the top three things that you would have wanted to learn in high school uh like I if think, you were to make the high haywires curriculum yeah the haywires uni yeah what would you teach so i think one of the main aspects is definitely taxes mm -hmm. It's something that you would need to learn as soon as you leave high school because obviously everyone wants a part-time job. Um, you want to earn some money, you want to be able to spend that money. And um, obviously to like a certain point, once you reach like a certain threshold, you do have to pay taxes to the government and it's a very, very complicated process. Um, uh, my high school personally didn't teach me about it, but my mom luckily is an accountant, so she was there to help me out. But like if, she, if like you don't have parents, that are like very specialized in it people that you know it's kind of like a struggle for you to have to go through that by yourself so that's definitely one of them um another thing is like like you said being able to stand out um just because you achieve the same score in high school doesn't necessarily mean like there's a huge difference between you guys but let's yeah. say like high school you get taught how to like sell yourself during an interview you like know how to like um, know how to like notice your like own positives and stuff you're able to apply that on your own resumes and stuff you can stand out within job interviews gives you a higher chance to like succeed in those interviews so yep. it gives you like that like that like the edge above everyone else so I think that's like very very important to me personally um, but also like something that you touched on as well is that they focus on too much they focus too much on just like studying like you're doing homework you're doing these subjects you want you want to become a doctor you do like you want to get a high ATAR in Australia you want to do biology you want to do the UCAT stuff like that um, it's really just like one fixated pathway for you to achieve something in the end it's never like oh you get an option for this you don't get an option at all because at the end of the day if you want to become a doctor for example it's very obviously hard to achieve like academically challenging um, is really they don't really say like oh this a different way of you getting in you can maybe pursue a different degree that's like similar to like the medical field um and then maybe in the future once you decide that it's definitely what you want to do you can maybe transfer but instead in high school it's kind of like oh once you don't get into uh the med once you don't get into med straight away you're basically a failure you're not going to be able to get into it ever again which i think is completely wrong so um, yeah, but that's real man that's real stuff, and uh, I think that's one of the, the disappointments, I guess, of the of the system is that you see all these famous people that dropped out of you know college and stuff, like mm -hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, all of them. I know they dropped out of Harvard, yeah, but they themselves think that the education system has failed. You know that you mm -hmm. gotta achieve your own thing somehow. But I mean, to lighten up the mood a bit, man, what's your favorite fondest memory of high school? Oh. Were you the class clown? Were you the smarty pants up front? I mean. <sighs> To be honest, I was neither actually. I was kind of like a balance, a good balance of both. Yeah. I'm never the type of person to be the class clown and just like do stupid things or like something to stand out from anywhere. But I'm also not like the teacher's pet that always like sits at the front of the class, answers every single question. I think it's really important for you to like find a good balance between the two. So one, you don't get bullied, yeah, and two, you don't really get seen as like an idiot. Mm -hmm. um, but I think one of the 
like one of the better memories I had from high school is probably like my first kiss. Ooh, getting spicy. I mean, like, like, really, like, there's really nothing too special about high school. Tell, tell the fam, bro. Tell the haywires what's happening. What's okay, it's, it's low-key disappointing, but I, but like at the time, for myself, it was like I can say it as like a magical experience. Yeah, it's a big deal. Okay, man. Um, so in grade seven, um. I was interested in this one chick and um, I was so scared that I literally got my friend to ask her out for me. Yes, dude. Bro, I feel like... I cringe at myself uh, sometimes. I, it was so Have you cringy. ever pulled this? Yeah? Have you ever pulled this? You <clears throat> text a girl asking her out. Yeah. She says no. Oh, sorry. That was my friend who took oh, my yeah, phone. Yeah. Sorry oh, about my that. God. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, definitely. I want to kill myself. Oh, my. Like... It's, it's 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 like it's funny to think about it now but at the time it was like it was everything for you like once you get rejected like oh my god like like what do i do now like oh my like i don't want to seen i don't want to be seen as like 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 an idiot or something so i just you just the, your brain just think of like so many different ways to like make it up like an excuse we used and to like, think high school was everything eh? yeah but like at the end of the day it it don't matter mm-hmm. but um yeah so i was interested in this one chick i got my friend to ask her out for me um she said yes and um you know like you don't really have that much i wonder like, how the hell that experience. went yo will you go out with my friend <laughs> yes did she come tell you yes or she told your friend to tell um, you um yes? she 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 actually told my friend to go to, to go up to her and ask her myself so you kissed your friend and then he kissed no, her no 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 okay no 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 that's that's that that's kind of <laughs> sus bro um but no nah, so like so she got my friend to call me over and then um we talked, we talked it through and stuff, and then you know it was just like a small peck on the lips before we left. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but like at the time, it meant like literally everything for me. Yeah, fair enough. Um, That's yeah. cool, man. Do you guys still keep in touch? Uh, occasionally. Uh, not, not, okay, not too okay. often. Yeah, it was I, won't, just like, I won't probe any further there. Yeah. Uh, fair enough, man. Anyway, speaking of like. Um, just going to high school in general. Do you feel like high schools in America like differs vastly to like the high schools in over here or anything? I don't know, but all I know is that the public system there. I don't know about you, but I've seen some crazy ass videos yeah. of like kids beating the teachers up. Oh yeah. And teachers beating the kids up. Oh and it's yeah. it's just crazy, man. I, I know like when I went to high school. Mm-hmm. If a teacher said that I got a bad grade, my parents would talk to me like, why did you get a bad grade? Yeah. But in in America, it's if the teacher gives you a bad grade, the parents will talk to the teacher, why did you give my son a bad grade? Oh my God, that is so true. You know like, what I mean? I they don't get enough mean. respect. They don't yeah. get enough funding. They don't get anything. And yeah. I just feel like like there's so many more like rebellious teenagers over in the US. Like, and I don't really know like, how that's become that way or like why it's been that way but um i definitely agree that like they i guess the way that they control things over there is a little bit more different to us mm-hmm. and i find it kind of weird um another thing is like a little bit different is like they need to take tests like the sats and stuff for college um they instead of like giving like a letter grade i think most of them they get gpas or something okay. or maybe like their letter grades get converted into gpas um it's not really something that you it's not really something that's heard of in australia it's more so like in unis in australia but not only in high school um and i also find it like because i did go study abroad in america myself 
um, during high school I went over to like Stanford and UC Berkeley to like participate in their summer program um, and a bunch of my mates that I made over there they say like the high school intensity wise is so much higher than Australia because they're constantly like under pressure of GPAs and it's like once you screw up it's like you don't get a second chance basically that's crazy man so we'll end off with the big dreams yeah what did you want to be when you were a kid uh, cliche, but I want to be an astronaut. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, it was yeah, just man. like... The so what's stopping you, bro? Drop down the numbers, you know, drop that calculator and get on that rocket, dude. Get I on mean, that engineering side. Why not? I think like the worst part is I have a phobia of heights, bro. Yeah? And you want to be an astronaut? Nice, yeah, bro. like it... it, it yeah, it's it, just a bit high, bro. Yeah. It's just a bit high. It was like... I think I started to notice when it's like I go to shopping centers, I'll be on the second floor and look down and I feel like I want to vomit. Yeah. Like it's kind of bad. Yeah, I feel you on that. Yeah. But what about you? Like, what about you? What did you plan on becoming? I wanted to be everything, man. I yeah. wanted to be a professional boxer. I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to be, I wanted to be a millionaire. Like that was my job mm. to be a millionaire. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy with the career path I'm taking, you know, business. I think it, it opens a lot of doors for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people, they're like, oh, you can just learn business and on videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like what I'm doing here at uni, it's, it's very beneficial. You yep. know, it doesn't limit me to just one thing specifically. Yeah. So I like just the openness of it, you know, in contrary to your actually, I don't think me and you, bro, we'd be able to have like a proper conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like what you do is math. Yeah. Yeah. There's a right and wrong answer. Yeah. I don't, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. 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 Fair I enough, like fair business enough. where it's like. You don't necessarily have to have the right answer, but as long as you justify why, mm-hmm. you, you're golden. Yeah, I agree. Because it's like for business, there's multiple ways to approach it, right? Yeah, um, exactly. There's different outcomes, different scenarios, different answers. But like for something straightforward like maths, it's kind of like you get this right or you get this wrong. And if exactly. you get this wrong, then you're kind of fucked. So yeah, it, I, I think like doing different degrees kind of like sets a different mentality and mindset for different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Sweet ass, man. So, thank you guys for tuning in to another Haywires podcast. That was Tokyo and London on the line. And we'll catch you all in the next one. All right. Peace out.